Next week on the Jeffersons. <laughs> Lionel, you've got to go down to the help center. <laughs> oh, George, you know I got the COVID, baby. Florence! Florence! Mr. Bentley skied in my throat and gave me the COVID. Oh, George. Okay. Hey, Mr. J. Weezy's got the best pussy in the building. <laughs> Yo. Florence! Uh, Weezy! Uh, George! Mr. Bentley! <laughs> this is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, aka Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is LO, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy Vin, aka Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Alward, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, George. Stop being a bastard. This is a trigger warning. Killed 50 people. Politics, racism, sexual abuse. This is bullshit. Let me finish. Welcome to Decoding 40. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. Back in Bizarro World. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rogue, a.k.a. Whoopi. I'm here with my main man. Zell.O.Dot, a.k.a. Diana Ross and the Wiz. And can you feel a brand new day? <laughs> Jesus Christ, this motherfucker. Uh, you Everybody swear. hates following him up. <laughs> this nigga, you fucking quoting. To quote Aristotle, nigga. And the moon came through the light and the sun saw me and therefore. And there yo, I was. <laughs> there I was. What's up, it's your boy Vin in the building, a.k.a. Uh, we've got a, a new hope. This is Alaric. So apparently Alaric has been kidnapped by the right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> there are uh, your papers. Papers. It's that nigga right there. He was the one that said. It was me, Rob We was getting slurpees. Uh, this robbed the place. I didn't shoot nobody. I didn't shoot nobody. It was that other nigga, Rob He had the gun. He just started shooting cash. He shot the slurpy nigga and everybody, son. <laughs> Chewing gum was everywhere. I wasn't even there for that. <laughs> I don't even know what happened. I was I was in the bathroom. I wasn't I was looking. Out, I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> we was rolling. I was just outside rolling a swisher. So we we allegedly have a new president, guys. Uh, president-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. So other than that. What's going on in your lives, fellas? Other than that shit, that is the that, right? That's, there's, 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 no other, there's no other thing happening. I mean, Not like, right now. What a fucking relief. After a week of being on pins and needles, after election night, I thought that it's a real possibility. Like, I, I don't know if I thought that he won. I was still praying that, that Joe Biden won. But I was preparing myself for the possibility of Trump being president for another four years and uh, yeah, it was a, it was a scary thought. It was a scary, scary thought. What I'm glad fuck? it didn't go that way. 
What the fuck is with Nevada? Are they still counting votes? Like, are they still counting right now? <laughs> Yo, who the fuck do they got? Do they got a one nigga, nigga count? <laughs> one? Uh, one? Uh, one? Nah, they, they done. They, 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 they're taking gambling and prostitution breaks in between. <laughs> there have been so many great memes about Nevada. Two of the, my favorite ones was one uh, said, Nevada, go ahead and put your purse away. We got the check. You, you the motherfucker ain't got no money. We, we know you ain't got no money. They keep checking their pockets. Keep the checking them. Got like, dinosaur we got arms. it. We got it. They got dinosaur arms. And the other one was uh, Nevada's counting the checks like Brian McKnight. One, <laughs> two, two, three, and I start all back at one. <laughs> I think the most, the funniest, most disrespectful meme that I saw was a picture of Lauren Hill and it just said Nevada. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That, late. that was hilarious. She's always yeah. late. That, uh, <laughs> disrespectful. But, but they came in before Georgia, not Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, North Carolina, and there's one more. Arizona? No, 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 no. Oh, no, that's right. Georgia still hasn't come in. Georgia yeah. hasn't well, come in. No. North Carolina, North Carolina won't come in until uh, End of the, week. The, the 13th. He's got because, he's got North Carolina. No, I don't yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah. He was down by a couple hundred thousand. Not in North Carolina. No, no, no yes, North he Carolina. Was. He was up. He was up seventy six thousand. The last I looked. Who was yeah. up? Trump. Trump. Yeah, that's what. Okay, yeah, we said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trump. Trump's yeah. gonna win North Carolina. Yeah, Trump's gonna win North Carolina. Um, I so wish we intru- could take our votes from North Carolina and put them in Georgia. Can we do that? Is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> so it, here's what's so interesting. So so today. Um, the attorney general Barr has uh, is filing a petition to try to invalidate hundreds of thousands of votes in Philadelphia. And the the, the uh, Mark Esper, who is in charge of the Department of Defense, was fired on Twitter um, and replaced by someone else who is unqualified for that job. And they are trying to say that the election isn't certified. But most shocking is is that there's paperwork that the transition team needs to be signed by the government office, which does that releases financial funds. And the head of that department won't sign it off, won't sign off because she says that the election results aren't final. So they can't even do so the transition team can't even pay for things like setting up email addresses, buying furniture. Mm. And every day that they lose is a day that slows them down when it's time for Joe Biden to take over. So I'm we've got 73 days of games, shenanigans and possible slower than Joe. Um, po- a possible coup. I think a coup is coming. I heard that that uh, Trump has one more court filing that he did today and in an attempt to change his name to Joe Biden <laughs> to win the election. <laughs> I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, let's see let's see if that works for him. They're trying everything. I mean, they they're setting up press conferences at fucking landscaping offices with Rudy Giuliani spitting on himself. Mm. It's at, it's, at it's the four ridiculous. Seasons. Yeah, the four seasons. Landscape, landscape, comma, landscape, comma, comma, landscape. <laughs> Who did that? You're fired. Uh, that was a, I just watched the story on that. That w- that was done by accident. Somebody there was all these text messages flying back, and somebody said the Four Seasons, 
and somebody Googled the Four Seasons. Yeah, and Mac, they found we know it was place. by accident. <laughs> we know no, it was how by did, accident. How did, how did somebody he wind up fucked there, up? though? But, yeah. but how did he wind up there? There, It was already booked. <laughs> so, so they had to find another Four Seasons. Wow. They booked the Four Seasons parking lot. No, but come on. They could have found someplace. Why, they could have had it at a Trump hotel. Trump doesn't have a hotel in Philadelphia? I don't know. I don't think so. Jesus. I don't know. Whoever, whoever that is, is currently uh, receiving unemployment benefits. That but, person. No, they should not be because they even put the Trump flyers on the garage door. Yeah. What do you mean? They, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't change the location at that point. They had already invited the press, gave them the address, told them where right. to show up. So they had to act like they meant to have it in this parking lot. Across this next door to a, a uh, adult bookstore and a and crematorium. Across, and a crematorium. <laughs> Who are these people? Seriously. Which sums up that sums up their com- campaign, porn and death. That's, these are the people yeah. that have been running the government for the last four years. Mm. And you want me to believe that they are going to execute some broad coup? Some Kaiser Souza shit. Yeah. No, not these people. If this guy was your lawyer, would you continue to hire him and have him speak on your behalf? Absolutely. I mean, I I wouldn't. If this guy worked in my deli, I wouldn't want him to make my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, if we were in court, I'd be saying objection. The, the, the judge would be like, but that's your attorney. I know. I'm objecting to the city. <laughs> your Honor, I'd like a mistrial. My lawyer's an idiot. <laughs> So so how do, how does it feel guys having the first I'm excited about having the first woman vice president also be a woman of color also be of south asian descent I'm excited about Kamala how do you are you guys excited about Kamala are you guys excited about the administration in general or are you just feeling relief I this is the most normal I felt I think in in the past in a long time I'm I'm excited I'm most excited for her husband because he is going to get the most powerful punani in the world. <laughs> he's he's not going to be getting any punani. Yes, he will for the next oh, four. No, for the next four years. Yes, he well, will. No, it's going to be like scheduled date night. Yeah, he's going to get it once a month. Ten minutes if he's lucky. I got ten minutes. Can you imagine getting the most powerful? Yeah. The, I'm gonna need you to fuck me presidential. Yes, that is that, that is one fuck. heartbeat from fuck the me. presidency. Fuck oh. me like I'm the president. Fuck he, me like I'm the president. He needs to call. Fuck me like I'm the president. Fuck me like I'm the president. There's only one person who has this experience that's even close oh. that he can call. Stedman. He can call Stedman oh. for everybody. <laughs> hey, well, Stedman. We know. Oh, actually, I got a couple of questions. He can call Gail. Oh. oh. <laughs> I I do not uh, co-sign that one. Yeah, I don't co-sign, co-sign that. that, that oh, one. fuck that. I'll co-sign that. I'm, you know what? I'm a co-sign that shit. You know, so you, what? You, you know what you guys are? I'm going to tell you what you guys are. <laughs> what are we? You're fucking flat leavers. That's what you are. <laughs> you left, <laughs> like roadkill on that joke. Flat leavers. You got we're in the car. Sorry, bro. You got in the car. You drove off. You looked out just to make sure you ran you, over me. Right. And then you kept going. 
Nah, you were driving, and I was like, yo, stop the car. I left my cell phone back at the gas station. Oh, you got out. Oh, you let me drive. And that's what like, Leon picked you up. Crash by the uh, tractor trailer. I got it. Leon picked you up, and he tell you he had guns and drugs in the car. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Exactly. He got a key of cocaine in the armrest, and he like, he like, yo, you want you want to get a burger? (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind that dead prostitute in the backseat of the car. I thought you was a rider, son. You know, oh, yeah, this pistol's just a little dirty. <laughs> it's only tags got three bodies too. on it, son. They deserved it. Well, I ain't got no tags. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> you got dealer tags with three bodies in the trunk. <laughs> I got the temporary tags, yeah, like fucking Fargo year. and like from Fargo and shit. <laughs> but um, see how ironic it is that this election gets certified on Saturday, and the weather has been absolutely amazing. I'm in November, you. we're hitting 70 degrees. The universe has said this is the way it's supposed to be. This, I, I was jo- I was kind of joking, but literally with the weather being as good as it was on Saturday, that's what made me think of the Wiz. Mm. When when the bad witch, when the wicked witch dies, <laughs> the sun starts to shine. Right. All the scales fall from everybody's eyes, and can you feel a brand new day? It, yeah. it, it literally, <laughs> I'm telling you, we don't, we take it for granted, but I'm telling you, energy has a way of producing certain things in our life, and we just think it's just happenstance. I'm not so certain that it's just happenstance, man. He's the wicked witch of the Upper West. He's, he's the he's poor white trash of the White House, is what he is. Yeah, he's all of those. And they are going to have to fumigate the Yo, hell out You know of how much incense they're going to need to burn in the White House? Yeah, they're, they're going to have, have to get, get uh, Erica Badu up in there. They're yeah, going to have to get... The stage bill is going to be incredible. Yo, mm-hmm. they're going to need like four Muslims <laughs> on each corner of the, of the White House. <laughs> all of their oils, my G. All their oil burners burning at one time. <laughs> you still time. smell sulfur? I still smell sulfur. <laughs> <laughs> do you smell that fire and brimstone I sure do mm. oh my god it smells like Satan in here hi this is Herman King but I'm not making pizza for the devil or cow I listen to Code 40 so, but seriously so I, I am up. not I'm, if I'm them I'm not comfortable being in that building yet I mean I need it to smell like bleach before I can walk in there comfortably so, so you guys don't think they have somebody that's already doing that right now? No. Yeah. What do you mean? Fumigating the building? Sure. No, not right now. Not right now. Ben Carson just came down with it. His his yeah, uh, he, chief of staff just came down with it. Yeah, but we don't know ben if they Carson. got that from the White House. Ben Car- uh, didn't Ben Carson get it in the in the Rose Garden? Of course, he got it from yeah. Trump. Like, what are you no, talking that about? That was so long ago. That was over a month ago. That was over it a was month. So oh no, no, no. He he got it from the uh, the uh, election night party, which yeah. was where. The circle in, jerk in in the heat in the east room or the east wing, whatever you call it. Trump, you know I don't. I'm do these telling often. you, this these dudes are nuts. Well, I don't Yo. understand Ben Carson. Like I remember growing up, like Ben Carson was like a big deal. He was a black brain surgeon, right? Who was like this religion? My 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 mother's side of the family, they're Seventh Day Adventists, mm. and so so Seventh Day Adventists, like they they don't eat meat. They they don't eat a lot of uh, salt. They they don't drink. They don't smoke. So and you're a brain surgeon. I must be a six day Adventist. But go ahead. <laughs> and, you're, <laughs> and you're a brain surgeon. He was like 
this is the the black man. And then how did you end up here, dude? Like this doesn't even align with your even, own religion. It's not even really him. It's not even right. him. Yo, gifted the hands. Real ben, the real Ben Carson. The real Ben Carson is locked away somewhere. So this is a robot. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Ben Carson used to be on the wall. Yes, next to Martin Luther King mm-hmm. in the Black Mama's house mm-hmm. and Black Jesus, right? And Ben Carson, exactly. Mm-hmm. And gifted Ben Carson hands, has been taken down. Gifted hands was required reading. Yes, mm-hmm. I almost had to take a double take. Like, wait, maybe this is a different Ben Carson. I don't know how we got no there. Way. There's no, I don't know how. That's not and how did he become the the Secretary of Housing? Like, what? Where is the connection to that? Look here, Trump. Um, just give me something. Something. Uh, he heard something. urban development and he said, "Uh, get me the black guy." But that's exactly <laughs> right. That's Who's exactly the doctor, right. brain surgeon? But don't make him the Surgeon General. Yeah, that's yeah. two that's on exactly, the notes. That's two on that's the notes. You're right. That's yeah. exactly what put they him, did. Put him in front of housing. Put him in charge of housing. We'll give That's him a yellow. Exactly we'll give him a yellow hat with a light on it. Mm. He's in <laughs> That's exactly what they did. No, he's not even kidding. That's exactly what they did. Put the black guy in charge of housing, so we can destroy the projects, and it'll be urban, all right because the black guy did it. Housing and urban development. Absolutely. Urban. So where where were you guys? We're all in New York, but where were you guys when you heard the news? I I was home in a in an all day class, mm. and I heard pots and pans going off because I had to turn off the news for a minute. Wow. I was in Home Depot and I was returning some items and a woman behind me said, you lying. For real? (laughs) (laughs) Without even getting further into our conversation, I knew exactly what she was talking about. But the funny thing is when my wife and I left Home Depot, we were going up to Target and a neighbor of ours saw us as we were coming up the escalator and she says, neighbors. I thought she said, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm thrown off. Like, why is someone that comfortable talking to us like that? And then she goes, we got a new president. Then I see her face because she had a mask on. And it was like, oh, she said, uh-huh. neighbors. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so and th- that was it. And then everybody in the mall was pretty much elated and excited and just felt all that energy just kind of traveling through the stores and um it just felt good i i like my wife is more demonstrative than i am particularly in public so she was doing like the yeah 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 i'm more like you know i'm I'm too cool for school type shit so but it it was good to see people seem to breathe a sigh of relief Mm. i was just sitting at my dining room table and i hear all these horns honking Mm. And I'm hearing some pans, like somebody's hitting a pan or something out in the street. And I was like, let me check NPR's website because they're like have the the counter on the website. And uh, that's how I I figured it out. Mm. And uh, my wife was upstairs in uh, in a session with a client and I'm just banging on the door, interrupting the session (laughs) because I know she wants to know right away. What is he doing? But, but apparently, her client already told her. Oh, okay. Um, because what what because what was going on in her neighborhood, she heard it. Ah, and then told told my wife. But that was that was it was amazing. There was an instant party on the corner. <laughs> they were playing soca music. 
Somebody brought out a speaker. I, I don't know the if they. Way you do this I don't know if they got an advance call. Is it bring out <laughs> like, the speaker? Set up the speaker. <laughs> Plug it into the light. Some class. Some class. Some class. <laughs> some class. <laughs> but my old neighborhood, like they they blocked off the street, and a really? friend who lives still lives in the neighborhood. She sent me a video, and um, it was the same exact corner. Um, that they were having a party in the street when Barack won uh, in Fort Greene. Um, so it was just like, it was daytime, but uh, Barack was at night, but it was just like amazing. It's like, we're here again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I live next to um, a major, I'll say major artery highway, and all you could hear are the horns. Hmm. Just everybody just... Fuck that nigga, he's gone, son! son! <laughs> but surprisingly, I think I saw he got like 2.3 million votes in New York. Yeah, upstate counties and all yeah. that other stuff was, was, was right up there. Yeah, yeah. some it's of those right people there. in the mall who were who were yeah, saying yay, they were faking it. Yeah, yeah. no, upset. not 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 in the mall that I go to. <laughs> I go to a heavily black and Dominican mall. Yeah. So why you that why was you very like, authentic? Hold up, why are you looking like you're not really? down with us or something like that I can, I can tell like you full of shit yo this motherfucker full of shit let's get him there was there was some salty people in the Verizon store they weren't I, clapping I'm, I'm mm. sure but uh yeah man I, it was just good for I think it was good for everyone and I, I like what I was hearing that some people have been feeling terrorized for the last four years mm. because of either because of their status as a citizen in here in the country has uh, been in the balance. Um, just people who are in these certain counties who, where white people are feeling emboldened and feel extra KKK-ish. It's, I mean, I, I haven't had to deal with it in that respect. So these, these four years in some respects feel like a blip. But I do remember when the, when he won the uh, last election and I was sitting in in my VP's office and I don't think the election had really kind of resonated with me at the time, but, you know, she looked really distraught and I was like, hey, what's, what's wrong? She was like, man, this dude just fucking won the election. I don't, I don't even know what to think about this. And I think hearing her say that was the first was one of the first moments it started to kind of sit with me that this is different and this is going to hit and affect people in a real way. Mm -hmm. So to see the other side of that to me is a beautiful thing. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah. we, we like the black version over here. Can you feel a brand new day? Well, your white Wizard of Oz reference. I told you, don't bring no saltines around me today, don't brother. Don't bring no whiteness, nothing. I don't want to hear Dorothy. Don't bring that book. Ain't don't no bring Judy that, Garland around listen, here. Don't bring that motherfucking dog or nothing. I as, don't want As you nothing. mentioned, the, the KKK, did you guys watch Dave Chappelle's monologue? Uh, oh, SNL? man, that oh. was fucking brilliant. brilliant. Genius. Fire. Genius. I, I I was watching it and I was like, if this guy wasn't funny, he would still be a brilliant mind. Like just yeah. the way he analyzes and looks at the world mm -hmm. um, and sort of explains things that are already in your head. Mm -hmm. But how do you verbalize them? 
Um, mm-hmm. And I think one of the most poignant things that he had to say was about the feelings that the losing side, what they're feeling about other people, what, what they're feeling, what they're feeling about being marginalized, being not thought about, not being taken care of and projecting that onto a person, right? Mm-hmm. Or onto a people. It's not the people you hate. It's that feeling that you have in you that you hate. And that's what you need to work on. And I was like, yeah, that's a brilliant way to think about it. Because no one, it's not a personal thing. They didn't personally do anything to you. But it's how you how you feel. Mm. That's really what's affecting affecting your attitude and how you're approaching the rest of the world, you know? And uh, yeah, he, he hit the nail on the head. You know, you know something about Dave is um, just studying the way he tells a joke. You know how you got MCs out there. So you got Nas, you got all these other MCs out there that, that are top-notch MCs. Dave is like the rock Kim of comedy right now in that he has this style of ways of telling the joke and how he does a story, and then it comes back to the punchline at the end. Just the way he does it, nobody's doing that shit like he's doing it. Hmm. And then with with all that being said, he's dropping jewel after jewel inside the joke. Right. So it's just like, dude, shit was just. I listened to it. I actually watched. It, excuse me, and that shit is just fire. This shit is I wonder fire, his man. idea was to bring him back at the exact same time four years later because I thought that was a great idea to sort of book mm-hmm. in his comments when Trump first gets into office and his comments when he leaves, or at least when he gets voted out. Um, One of the things that I really liked what he said was that in order for him to be honest, it has to, a a punchline has to follow what Mm -hmm. he says. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm hoping that what we are graduating into after these four years is this idea that people can be honest because should the, the, the veil has been taken off. We we already know there's a lot of white folks out of here who feel, feel a certain way. Should 70 million of them voted for this dude and voted for the status quo. Yeah. So I, I think if anything Trump has done in, in terms of a positive sense is to force us to deal with things as they are. Mm-hmm. And these people who are, have built their lives on this delusion are going to have to wake up. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm talking some real spikely school days. Wake the fuck up. up. Which delusion, L? Which which part of the delusion? Which part? Because there's a lot of pieces to that. The part that I'm, I'm I'm specifically referring to is this idea that whiteness somehow cocoons you from having to deal with the reality that this country has and continues to denigrate people that have a certain level of melanin in their skin. We cannot get around that anymore. We can no longer say that this idea of racism is something that is occurring in my mind or I'm using it as an excuse. Want to be. There are certain levers that are being pulled to prevent me from true self-actualization. We can't put our heads in the sand anymore. No one can. Nope. The the polite racist, like that, that 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 doesn't that doesn't exist anymore. It's like if you're willing to say, I like him enough for his financial 
or his his uh, economic policies enough that I'm willing to stand with him when he's talking about Mexicans being mm-hmm. raped and murderers and there's good peoples on both sides while they're talking about Jews will not replace us and they're running down Black da- Black Lives Matter protesters in the street. If you're willing to stand with him, there's a there's a big issue. There's a big problem. That means that you are, whether you accept it or not, you are a white supremacist. You are a racist because those things aren't deal breakers for you. You know what it is? Um, if you had any doubt, if you think that everything that the Democrats are talking about in regards to racism and things of that nature is bullshit, if you if you think that, all you got to really do is look the fucking numbers, right? <clears throat> he got the first time he ran against Hillary, he got, what, 62 million? He got 70 million this time. So it's not like it's getting any better. It's getting worse. Like, he's getting more people to follow him. You know what I mean? So he got another six to eight million people to follow him this time more than he did last time. That's what's scary, man, to right. me. Like, this I shit think, is not even dying down. It's like it's getting stronger. And it's not I, just I, him. I, I, I think those people were already in his corner. I think he just motivated them to come out and vote. Right. This the white way. Right, but how do you have level, more people vote for this? Because it's been here. It's this is this is America. This is like America. It. And they were fighting to protect this they, idea of what he was perpetuating. They love it. They but this want is it. what I'm saying. I think they think they're voting in their own interest. What is the chickens are coming to roost in the sense that like our, our mamas told us that we had to be twice as good to get half as much. Mm-hmm. And it's finally gotten to a point where that and the Internet and other things is when being white and mediocre is not enough. It's just not. It's about money. It's not even about color. For a minute, what what they love about him is he's white, he's mediocre, and he does whatever he wants. And they all want to live that fantasy. And because they can't live it, they want to live through him for that and what he represents. And what he represents is this is a white country, and that's what they're hanging on to. I'm not saying all people who voted for Trump are that, but that's what he represents, and the majority of them are doing that. And the problem is, is that's not where America is going. That's where America was. I I think you're absolutely right, but. The only part that I think that you may not be correct about is they are voting in their own interest. It may not be an economic interest. It may not be in their health interest, but it is in their interest in being in this class of white supremacy above others. That's what they're voting for. That's what Trump represents. Even if they don't even if they don't agree with them on anything else. Right. White supremacy is the bedrock of what of what he stands for. Mm. And that's what they're voting for. If they can be better than anybody else, because we already know, like they'll vote down universal health care for everyone if they think black people and Mexicans might get some. I'd rather because do that it puts out. Them on, because that, that, that puts <laughs> them on the same plane, right? I'd rather do it out. I don't want none of that no good health care that's going to help me survive if those Mexicans and those no gooders get it. I don't want it. <laughs> I'd rather die and bleed. And if I get a paper cut, it get infected and my finger fall off to get some acurochrome on my finger. I tell you what, <laughs> I don't care. I don't want it. It's free. <laughs> that means blacks will get it. And I don't like that. I watched this. I watched this interview with this old white lady. I think she was in Arkansas. She had cancer. I've got the cancer. 
And she had cancer. She, she already had cancer when the the uh, uh, Affordable Care Act was enacted. Mm-hmm. And then she was able to get insurance that she wasn't able to get prior to it. Mm-hmm. But she could not stand Obama. And mm-hmm. when Hillary ran, she she voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like Thanks you- for the health care. I still hate you. Is she still alive? <laughs> She's still alive and, <sighs> and thankful for the Affordable Care Act, but she can't stand it. That's what she said. He's Muslim. Killed the bitch. Everybody knows that um, Barack Obama and uh, Kamala are actually half brothers and sisters. And it's a conspiracy for, for them to run. And she's going to be the queen and he will come back and be the king. <laughs> and we will be all Muslims and we'll wear masks forever. And that's what's going to happen. Allah work, but Trump twenty twenty four. So so why why was this huge increase in African American voting for him, and why why have so many black men shifted over to Trump? And I'm not gonna call out anybody specifically because I think some people were jumping on the bandwagon for the shine, and I think some people actually had some conviction about this. So I don't want to cite anybody in particular, but why do you think there's such a, a surge in in black men voting for Trump? I can't speak for the motherfuckers personally. I really, I can't, I can't understand it. I, I mean, really come on, it. let's not get it twisted. Black men are as vulnerable as white people. And, and when I say, whenever I say white people, I'm talking about white people who subscribe to whiteness to believe that this guy was somehow going to improve their status in life in this country. Meanwhile, and at the same damn time, he has repeatedly shown that he has no interest in improving their status in life. What are you talking about? Look at my African-American over there. Look at my African-American. And everybody is susceptible to falling for the grift if you're not paying attention. He wants to make you feel like you're a big man? Is that what, the, that what he's trying to do? I mean, you can call it that. I would, I would say that the same thing, and, and again, it's, it's really weird for me because I, I honestly see Donald Trump as a reality TV star. I don't see him as a business person. No, 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 I've no, no. Never L, seen him L, as. A, L, wait, L. hold on, time. I, I, I know the where you're going. Game show host. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fucking game show host. Exactly. Yo. And I've never seen him in the sense of this solid and strong business mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So when when people have framed him this way, even till today, saying, "Well, we didn't want a politician. We wanted someone who was, uh, you know, uh, adept in business." I'm like, why are you looking at him? Yeah, right. he's always, but he was always been a caricature. That's what I'm New saying. York. The grist is strong yeah. Yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah. he's never been like this. I'm trying to. He's never, and I, I, you know, Bloomberg is. But in terms of Bloomberg, I at least see him in terms of business having built something. Right, right. I've never looked at Trump in the sense that this this guy has business acumen and this is something that I want to aspire to. You know, I've said this on the show before, like I watched the first two seasons of The Apprentice and I completely bought into it and I work in production. Right. <laughs> so I know that most of the shit that you see is fucking fake. And somehow I bought into it, too. Mm. I'm like they're going up in the elevator in the Trump Tower. Mm. Like that's not a fake set somewhere. <laughs> with fake carpets and fake chairs in a fake boardroom. Right. How did I? I got caught up in the shit too. Like, 
but you know, we grew up, we grew up in an era where he created this persona. He created this, this brand that said that he was an American business success story, right. which was all fucking bullshit. We know that on, now. He was but, on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, right? We, well, he was a marketer. We, we saw like Max gold, says, he was a preeminent marketer. We Amazing. saw gold chandeliers and we thought, that motherfucker's rich. And I promise you, I would like to go back and see if those shits were gold-plated. They're probably Yo. painted. When it comes to rich, there's nobody like Donald Trump. <laughs> He's got more pussy than all the cats in Cataloo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, more than more pussy where? You don't know those places. It's too rich for you. It's too rich, <laughs> too rich for you. <laughs> You're asking questions that are above your pay grade. I'm like I would poor. say. My bad. More Robin. pussy than cats in Callaloo. <laughs> 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 he had so much money. When he grabbed them by the pussy, they all said meow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm Robin Leach and I don't know why. <laughs> Yo, this is Vincent, aka Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, aka Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all and go to www.decoding40.com make sure you sign up so you can keep following us thank you for listening to Coding 40 <laughs> god damn it no. once again black women have saved us Stacey Abrams first of all a black vote in general but Stacey Abrams signed 800,000 people to vote in the state of Georgia and turned a very very red state blue and just the black vote in general in Pennsylvania. Well, maybe Nevada, not blue, purple, definitely. I'll take purple. Has have the black vote flipped these states? And Biden cited that out in his acceptance speech. So there's there's a discussion being had about why was Stacy good enough to bring home the election, but she wasn't good for the VP nod. Do we think that has something to do with what do you guys think is the reasoning behind that? I think it had to do with her physical appearance i think that uh america's shallow as fuck and you know she was more than qualified to do it uh i know one show uh has said something about well she had lost the election so because the democrats are not into quote-unquote having a loser not that she's a loser but having a person who had lost an election to uh i guess go for the vp nod but I think it had a lot to do with her, you know, her her physical appearance. I think in the in the eyes of the Democrats and what they want and the look they want to go with, you know, she was too black for America to to digest. I'm surprised they they was able to digest Kamala, to be perfectly honest. But See, they did. So I understand that critique. I don't necessarily buy into it. But going with that. Kamala does fit a different type of narrative, right? She's light-skinned. She's married to a white woman. She's married to a white woman. She's married to a white woman. A white man. A white man. Whoa, whoa, Sorry, Let the guy get in there before you emasculate the guy. I was like, did you just call this dude a bitch? Sorry, sorry. I can see where she might, or her physical appearance might, 
I can see that argument. Mm-hmm. But I tend to think that Kamala has won three races. She won the DA race. She won the AG race in California. And she won a senatorial race. So she has a track record of winning with Stacey lost her governorship race. And without a doubt, she was cheated out of it. But the other piece of that is I actually think Stacey moves better and has been more effective with autonomy outside of the DNC. Agreed. And what she has done, she I can't wait to see the the cover of whatever magazine that has her sitting on the throne as the kingmaker. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what she is. She is... She needs to now go. Well, she's still doing work in Georgia because they have to uh, do, deal with these uh, runoff races and uh, Senate, Senate, the senator races. She needs to now move down to Florida. And I think that I heard talk that she might be that they're trying to court her for the head of the DNC, DNCC, which might be a really good move for her because that puts her on a national stage. She's going to do what Michael Steele did for the Republican Party. And she will be getting the kudos that she deserves because that that's a position that garners the type of respect and accolades of someone who has done just incredible work in the state of Georgia. And I was thinking about this and I started to write about it is that here's the magic of what Stacey did. She was cheated out of a race. And instead of packing her bags and saying, fuck this, I'm moving on. She said, I'm getting back into the system. I'm going to work the rules that you have put in place against you. Mm -hmm. And she has manipulated the system to work in favor. I'm saying manipulated in the sense that she has worked the system to work for the same people that it is seeking to disenfranchise. Yes. Mm -hmm. So maybe it wasn't her time to be VP, but this woman could be the president of the United States. Secretary of uh, State, what do you think? Fuck Secretary. What, what, no, no, no. I'm just no. saying. What do you do? You think they're oh, going to She's going to cabinet position. Do you I don't want her. To, I don't her, want her to be. I don't cabinet. want her in the cabinet either. I, I, want, I want her, her to work cabinet. outside of this administration because she's so more, so much more effective outside of it. So you don't see her doing anything, Secretary of State, anything like that. No, I can see her head of DN, DNCC. Other than that, Susan Rice, leave her alone and let her do her thing. Susan so, Rice, so, the Secretary of State. So I said a few episodes ago that I didn't think that they were going to select her because I, I said I said it in a really uh, harsh way that she was a loser, but not that she is a loser, but she lost the the biggest uh, the biggest race she had ever been in. The, the entire country was paying attention to that election, and she lost it. And Democrats don't select people who have lost; they just don't do it. Like Republicans might. But Beto O'Rourke and uh, Stacey weren't they they weren't going to they weren't going to get those nods because they lost their biggest platform races. And I think that does have something to do with it, how she how she looks or how she presents. But at the same time, I think America is less afraid of her than they are of a Kamala. And I say that because there's this. This thing where America wants to be taken care of, like their 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 mammy, sort of like 
how they embraced Oprah, how white America embraced Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. Oprah's, uh, Oprah's a big lady, right? She was a big lady. She I now she's, say, you know, you talking about big Oprah, or skinny Oprah. Well, when Oprah when Oprah first hit the airwaves, she was she was a bigger lady, big titty Oprah. But they oh. felt comfortable in that Oprah was going to take care of them. I do like right? big titty Oprah. Oh, come on. Mammy. Uh, I do. I, uh, I've always been attracted to Oprah, but that's another story. Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, that was I love funny. you, Oprah. So that's part is that's part of America's story is that we we our our women nursed their children. They still are their caretakers. So the idea that a black woman would take care of America. I don't think that scares them, which is why, you know, as Max pointed out uh, last week, why they do so well in corporate America. They're not as afraid of them. They're not they're not a threat to them in that way. They're a, they're a nurturing energy. Mm. So I, I don't think that that scared them away from choosing um, Stacey Abrams. I think what scared them away from choosing Stacey was the fact that she lost such a huge race. But don't you just want to hug her? But she also wasn't married. She doesn't have children. She has. She doesn't have any political experience in terms of 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 local races. You know, Kamala's got got track records. She's grilled people. She's on the national stage. She she brings the force of California with it. Not that we weren't going to win that anyway. Not that you know, Democrats weren't going to win that anyway. But I just I just think that she. She 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 has a certain she has a certain swag that that Stacy just doesn't have. I agree. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think if we look at it just from a practical standpoint, even Val Demings had won a couple of races before uh, she got to, or, or she had won at least two, and she would have been in a better position before, uh, over Stacy. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I I think Stacy is in her lane. She is flexing all over this country and she's about she's about to get the uh the roses that she deserves i hope she yeah, does too i agree i agree I as much as too. as as much as i like susan rice i think kamala was the right pick though absolutely no. yeah kamala was the right pick. Yeah. yeah susan rice uh susan rice has I, I think she'll be in the cabinet yeah I, I, secretary of state i thought she was secretary of state she wasn't she was advisor so right, I think and she was the head of national security. National right. security, yeah. Yep. Sec- she's good for Secretary of State. Right. Yep. Cool. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying this episode, and I'm sure you are, be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. We got a minority problem in this country. I want to take a moment to talk to the minorities of this country. But let me be clear, when I say minorities, I do not mean it in the pejorative sense that has traditionally applied to people of color or more specifically black people. No, I'm talking about the 47% of you that wanted to guide this country to a time that is long since past. And on the strength of the phantasmal tatted hem of our ancestors' knickers, that time will never return. Now, you minorities, and I know wordsmiths of our day constantly refer to you as the American people as if you have cornered the market on claiming this country. The pundits like to say things like, the American people feel this, or the American people are voting in their interests. 
Well, it's time to put the cards on the table because it's always been abundantly clear that the true meaning when that designation is applied is actually a reference to white people and especially those that subscribe to the delusion of whiteness. I don't know about you, but I have never been contacted by any poster nor any of my family and friends about our experiences as Americans. So with the results of the election, we know that at least 70 million of you cockroaches are living within the walls of this country. And I'm here to tell you all that we ain't going nowhere. We will be here forever and ever. And we built this country and we are going to reap its rewards. We are the captains of this ship. And once again, we have steered this vessel called democracy to more navigable waters. So either get used to us or get back to where you come from, as many of you like to tell us. And to the corporate media, we see you. From this moment forward, expect to be called out each and every time you attempt to offer validation to the white psychosis that has enabled these generations of numbnuts whose arrested development has hampered the evolution of this country. Their anxiety fueled by a coddling media will no longer be an excuse for us to live any less free or self-actualized than our personal effort and volition can muster. So as for me and mine, we are going to keep dismantling this racist machine. And I implore you good white folks to continue to be partners in this effort. And to all you minorities, AKA maggots, you all can feast on the lint that is the entangled in my gray pubic hairs on my balls. And with that, I yield the balance of my time. That was beautiful. <laughs> well, oh, God damn. Wow. Who the hold a goddamn fucking Tell you well, what, you didn't say you were going to say shit like that. I, you don't get interrupted. Mm. Who do you uh. think you are talking about us like that? That's someone right now listening to that shit. Mad as shit. I can. I want to get that black son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm get that black son of a bitch. I tell you what, we're gonna go. We're gonna ride up to where he's at. We're gonna get that son of a bitch. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna, put, we're gonna quarter him. Okay, we're gonna get four horses. So what we should do back in the day? We'll, we'll get what? a fifth horse for his dick. I tell you what, we're gonna quarter him. <laughs> <laughs> what motivated you to write that? Th this has been uh, three angry minutes with uh, with uh, <laughs> Senator L. O. But now, what made what made was you? Brilliant. Uh, it was Yo, yeah, I, no, it was good. I appreciate that. Um, I think seeing how many people voted for Trump really struck me. And the other thing was, for the last couple of months, the pollsters have been saying, "Oh, you know, the the uh, America's leaning this way," and I kept saying to myself, "Who are they talking to?" Mm -hmm. because they're not talking to us because I don't feel like white people are that much in our corner. Now, given 75 million people did vote for uh, Biden, but only 67% of the voting population voted. So that means there's a number of people out there who have not made their voices heard. And it's unclear. And I think Georgia will be sort of a barometer to let us know how infectious this racism is. Because if these two... Democratic senators are not elected. And we once again have white people who, again, subscribe to this delusion of whiteness, pick two senators who have violated, at least if they haven't violated the law, they have violated a sense of sense of ethics in that they were looking out for themselves versus their constituents. Absolutely. 
So all of this and, and all of that we've been going through over the last four years and trying to pretend, and I think the media still hasn't gotten into the fact that we need to deal with the fact that more white women or more white women voted this time for Trump. Absolutely. That yeah. is the story here. Right. And we that don't want to deal with here. that psychosis. And that white women have continually propped up this fucking racist institution because they have they have something to gain from it. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a real poll of how many of these women came out with their pussy hats and marched against mm. Trump, who then turned around and fucking voted for him when they got into the booth. How many of them actually did that? Because, you know, there's a there's Has quite to a be few. some of them. How, how much? But how, how much? How much of that? Because again, coupled coupled with the fact that Joe Biden went and picked a black woman, black woman over a white woman to be his VP, not. I'm sure that had was, a lot. There to was do some with back it. backlash from that as well. So and there's some you know. backlash about him picking a woman. Yeah, yeah, I, for sure. I, I would argue that maybe that wasn't so much a factor because if you think about Geraldine Ferraro. White women didn't even vote for her. That's what I'm saying. They hate women voting against their own interest. White women. But there's a lot of women who don't want a woman to be in power and be president. They think that a man should. And also, I think that there are a lot of black men who voted for Trump because they didn't believe that a woman, especially a black woman, should be I don't, I think, I don't think the number I don't think the number of black men who voted for Trump is even significant mm-hmm. mm. because he the, over, like the overwhelming majority voted for Biden. He they, he got 12 percent of the black vote. OK, so 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 so, so, I, so you can't say that that's a huge number when 88 percent voted for for Biden because fucking still a lot Kanye West got 50,000 votes. OK, but that which is, which is unbelievable. Kanye West got 50,000 votes. Did he really? (laughs) He did. There's 50,000 idiots that are stupider than MAGA people. Wow. I did not know that. Yo, son, I heard if you vote for Yeezy, nigga, you get a coupon. You get a free pair of Yeezys, (laughs) nigga. I'm I'm voting, son. Wait, did, did he do a concession speech? He, he did. Did he, he really? Did. He conceded. He conceded. <laughs> he conceded. Said he's coming back 2024. Stop. Big it. and better. Big and better. I'm not even waste my energy on that nigga. Did any of you watch the, the, or hear the Joe Rogan uh, interview? No. I heard yeah, I saw a little bit. What happened? He all right, first of all, Kanye. He's not all the way fucking crazy. No, he's not. But, no, he's not. But he is 80 percent crazy. Right. But the but the thing that's scarier about a a person like Kanye is that he thinks his concept of what the world should be is better than yours, and you Mm. should live in his world rather than him making your world better for you. Mm. That's the danger, megalomaniac. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't want you don't want a person like that. You don't want him or Trump to have unlimited power. Fucking both of them are clowns. That is true. Fucking clown. He's a clown. Can't argue so, with you there. Nigga's a so, clown. So, so let's say that there are, I mean, we should pull the actual numbers, but let's let's just let's do back of the napkin. And let's say that there are 75 million votes. Let's say 12% uh, of that is African American. So I'm gonna take 75 million. I'm gonna multiply that times 
12%. So that's 9 million African-American votes. Oh, this and I want to say Cornacchia the show go time times. Tw- yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we do that over in this household and I'm gonna multiply that times 12% saying you got 12% of the black vote. That's still a million, a, a million 80,000 black votes. And let's say half of that are, is black men. And I'm sure the numbers are bit are more than that. I think there's more than 9 million black votes. So we're still talking about 500,000 black men that voted for Donald so Trump. what? Five to six hundred thousand. So, but that number is negligible. Number. That's n- that number is negligible, and that's, and that's and that's across the entire country. It's nothing. It's insignificant. He got seventy million votes. There's five hundred thousand black men in my neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> that live around here. It's He's like in my building. There's five hundred thousand black people, black men in fucking Flatbush. It's not a big number. I mean, nationally, it's not a big number. It's no. nothing. It's negligible. Dude, it half them dudes was dudes that probably want to fuck Candace Owens for whatever reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's what Yo, it is, son. It's, it's, pregnant vagina is pretty good. I can't front. They like the they like the apprentice, and they were like, hmm, yeah. I think this, I think this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Exactly. Why he not? fired he fired a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> he fired he Omarosa. About. He knows what's up. <laughs> You called you call it Omarosa? Yeah. Omar, Omarosa? Omarosa. What, what the fuck's her Omarosa. name? Omarosa. Omarosa. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not even going to go into that. But I worked at uh, Central State University, which where she went to college. She an idiot? No, but she is a thief. Allegedly. Oh. oh. You got some tea on the Omarosa? Mm, I do. <laughs> Save it for another day. Oh, I'm going to open that box up. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> See my teeth. You know, I think the conversation about black men versus, you know, more black men voted for Trump this time than the last time, or black women in their voting record. I think it's a way to play us against exactly. each other. Absolutely. And I, it feels very divisive. And it's Absolutely. like even amongst ourselves, it's like it just doesn't feel good. Like we're we're here for this shit. Like I mean, cause think about it. Let's let's say a million black people voted for Trump. Seventy million people voted for him. Oh, that, that's a drop in a bucket. That's a drop in a bucket. So you're talking about sixty nine million other people walking around here, thinking that that's the way of life that we all should be continuing to survive under. One hundred and forty five million people voted, man. I think that's like the most they said since what? Bigger than Obama and them, they said. What was that? Nearly a third of the population. Yeah, man. Well, so well, I, I guess Trump did one good thing. He motivated us all to come out and vote, vote early. Those votes don't count. <laughs> you know what's so interesting? <laughs> Those votes don't count. But you know what's so interesting is that I think the way the voting played out is a testament of how poor of a strategist he is because he wanted to attack the mail-in vote and that was the thing that actually sank his entire campaign. Yo, B. He 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 wanted to play this shit like it was COVID. He wanted to play it like it was COVID, like it's going to just disappear. The mail-in votes are going to disappear. I'm just going to talk about it. It's going to go away. No, it's not going away. But, but, can we, but can we just deal with the fact that he is not even... This is, why, this is the other part that I think is funny. He's not even present as a president anymore. Yeah, He's like, I'm just going golf. Yo, he's like, he's like the nigga that gave two weeks notice, and it's like, and he got like two days left to go. He's leaving. His last day is Friday. 
He's right? not doing it. But it's Tuesday. It's and Thursday. No, it's Tuesday. It's two, oh, it's Tuesday. Okay. It's Tuesday. <laughs> and the only thing that he did on Monday was change the was change the water bottle. He hasn't done shit. He's walking he around the office. All his personal belongings with Yo. him at, at home on Monday. At home. He only yeah. has one little, he only has like one little figurine on his desk right now. <laughs> his favorite one. That's the one he can just snatch up and leave. Ain't right? gonna throw that in his pocket on Friday. <laughs> Facts. He, right? Matter of fact, he's not showing up on Friday. He's he's throwing he's at his pocket on Thursday. Lunch. He's already drinking at lunch. He's drinking at lunch. He's <laughs> he drinking at lunch. He's drinking hot tire about this country. And I am I, I totally am subscribing to the idea that uh Scaramucci uh suggested that this is his last grift in terms of using these uh uh lawsuits as a way to raise more money to to just get more earn to raise more money for him and his pockets and his coffers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but you can't when, take that money. You can't take what that money. What do you money. mean you can take the money? What happened to you all of the money? You you're bugging. Do you remember that they said at least $40 million is missing from his first inauguration budget? And they have not accounted for that money. So you think I sent that this dude is not going to take this money? That money's in China. 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 China flu. <laughs> Kung y'all, flu. Y'all, th- y'all, y'all are still under the impression he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. Oh, nigga. You think he's going to leave? I, I can't to wait leave. to see that video. World he's, star. He's going to leave. Whose man's is this? But he's going to leave under protest because this is going to perpetuate his whatever storyline that he wants to to involve. Every, every, Every analysis of the lawsuits that I've heard is they're saying it's frivolous. It's probably going to get thrown out, not going to be heard. So it's not even going to reach the Supreme Court, most of them. I don't know if maybe one or two... It's My, not about the. It's not about that. It's about the raising of the money. I'm convinced of that. I I really am convinced that this is the last grift. Y'all have y'all have a lot more hope in. Uh, this in, is the money in, grab. It's a It's always yeah. a money grab for him. Well, y'all have the thing is, like, if he cannot, him overturning the boat affects so many. In like we we look at we look at him as being the most powerful uh, man in the world, right? But there are people who backed him and put him in place. There are people who backed Mitch McConnell and put him in place. They are only the figureheads of the real seats of power. The real seats of power are people we don't see. And if their money gets fucked up, they're gone. We didn't go to war in Iraq because Bush wanted to do it. There was some money to be made. They got and a they lot of made oil over there, yo. We got to get that oil, son. Is it? <laughs> We went over there for a purpose and war is profitable for this country and oil is profitable for this country. And we did what we had to do. If that's get, if if that money gets disrupted, you think they care about Trump? He was never accepted. He's not old money. He always wanted to be part of the, he always wanted to be part of that. He's a turd. He always wanted to be part of that group, but they never, never accepted him. He's too crass. He's not built like them. He's not, he's not old money. He's not, he didn't come over on the Mayflower. Right. And and let him try to, let him try to leave the country knowing what he knows now, seeing seeing the files he's seen. Hold up. The China, the China's waiting at that motherfucker at the airport like the triads in fucking rush hour. This nigga, gonna get him they gonna snatch his ass up. The triads gonna get his ass. Mr. Trump, we've been waiting for you. Yeah. Get in the car. I am waiting for the Attorney General of New York State, Southern District, 
to yank his ass off that helicopter when it lands and slap the cuffs on him. No, he's not coming to New York. He's going to Florida. Doesn't matter. She has jurisdiction nationwide. Does she? You know, the Southern the, District has has jurisdiction anywhere in this country. Mm, it's going to cost you more if I got to get you to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Uh, I don't think they're going to get him like Wait, that. I don't All think right. so either. I, I yeah. think they're going to be so they're going to be they're going to be super cautious because yeah. they should just go after his money. They got to go if you go after his right. money. I agree. If all you want to, if you want to make him suffer, really honestly, yeah. don't put him in jail. Don't put him in nope. a fucking country club. Take his fucking box. money. Yeah. Put, Take his money. Put make put pressure homeless. on Deutsche Bank to start calling in those loans. Yeah. Oh, that's coming too. That's in the yeah. China and China too. All of them. You got Mr. Trump. You you get you very nasty when you president. Now it's time for you make you pay money back. Okay. <laughs> We've been giving you free rub and tug for four years. You talk shit to us, okay? You talk a lot of shit. A lot of shit, Mrs. Trump. We want our money back. <laughs> Fuck you and your, your, your fucking daughter with her sweatshop here. We want our money back. Fuck you in the ass, Trump. That's why you're not president no more. You know why? Because you a fucking asshole. You're an asshole, Trump. It's over. You finish. Now it's time to pay money. Uh, uh, you pay back now. You pay now. You, you buy now. You pay now. You pay now, Trump. Now. You're going to pay now. Don't make, think you're going to get away again. No. Make payable to Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> you pay now. I'm building houses in China now, bitch. Pay my money. I got houses everywhere. China. Jamaica, houses everywhere, bitch. <laughs> Pay me your money now, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking be calling for it. So enough of that guy. What 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 do you guys hope that this administration can get accomplished in general and most importantly for people of color? Police reform. I mean, that's that's the major that's what started the movement. Um it's always been the thorn in the side of black and brown communities. And that has to be dealt with along with just the restructuring of how things are charged and how people are charged. And they got to do a lot, man. They got to, they got to start like looking at judges because some of these judges are there. They got fucking appointments for life and they racist as shit. Like, you know, we know they racist. And not, what are we doing about it? Like yeah. shit like that has to change. I think that's paramount over everything. You know, is is that and and then money, general money, uh, having the uh, the ability to get money and funding to do uh, whether it's a business or education, something. It's the police coming to get us, son. They're Yo. coming. To, they're coming to get you. Like, oh. That's the Chinese motherfuckers. All them Chinese jokes. All right, we yeah. can see how funny you are, motherfuckers. See how funny you are the hour. Yeah, we come get you now. I, I would love to see that there be some federal oversight of local police in every state in in every maybe maybe can't do it in every town but this should be at least a state office that oversees like when you have these police shootings they should not be investigating themselves someone completely independent of them who can put these police in jail for violating citizens rights should be in place there needs to be an office of i don't know what what whatever the fuck you want to call it but they should be holding these police accountable 
Not just the police, also corrections officers. Because I've watched some videos recently of some corrections officers really, you know, fucking people up in jail. But just in, in general, the whole criminal justice system needs to be revamped. Like that that needs to be the first thing that they do. They need to figure out how to keep American citizens safe. Mm. There's two areas I want them to focus on. Uh, one is definitely relief for families that are have been suffering, who haven't been able to work consistently over the last couple of months, um, particularly small businesses who have been decimated with the lack of support just because people have not been able to go support their businesses because they haven't had the, the money and the capital to be able to do so. Um, the other thing is I want them to focus on pumping money back into the economy. Personally, for me, Joe Biden mentioned $15,000 for first-time homebuyers. I'm looking to buy next year, so I would love that $15,000 as a down payment, as long as I can couple it with some other uh, down payment assistance programs. But yeah, I, I want them to put money back into the system and help people and uh, I'm hoping Andrew Yang has his ear and this UBI has some legs, uh, universal um, basic income um, has some legs. Uh, and that's instituted in this next year as well. I want it all. I want police reform. Biden's not going to run again, but Biden has a mandate, assuming he gets inaugurated and is able to get into the White House. Um, Biden's not going to run again, so he doesn't have to make anybody happy. He just needs to make sure Kamala is set up to be able to run or someone is set up to be able to run. I think Kamala should run. Um, I want a Green New Deal. I want new economy. I want us to start moving off of fossil fuels. I want I want black people to be acknowledged, to be recognized. I want to be the office. I want there to be like an office of racism. Um, that space for shit can wait. Like we need to get all this other shit fixed. So I, 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 I think Biden has an opportunity to be FDR. I think this administration can completely set up the future. And if we don't do something about our climate, race ain't going to matter because the whole shit is going to be on fire. So, and, and I think we need a new economy, which isn't based off of, based off of us selling time and hours and all these kinds of things, because AI is going to kill 30 30% of our jobs in the next 15 to 20 years anyway. So all of these things that people are fighting over, I think the attention is in the wrong place. And um, if we don't do it, we're not, we're no longer going to be a superpower. So I just think that there's other things that we need to focus on. And Joe Biden has the opportunity to make those things happen. Well, I believe that Joe Biden is touched by Jesus and that he's going to split the atom and um, sunshine is going to be everywhere and he's going to help. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Um, listen, uh, we can all hope. Honestly, we can all hope. And, um, you know, let's just let's just see what happens. Let's 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 let him get in there. And once he's in there, yeah, we got you in there, Joe. No, so no, there no, is no fucking there's there's no there's no let's see what happens. No, 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 no. no. Wait, let, let me finish. This is this is when our this is when our work of demands begins. That's what I'm saying. We can't have a situation where the Democratic Party relies on our votes to get in office and then forgets about us until the next election. We cannot do that again. This was Fact. the last cycle where that yeah. is allowed. Yeah. We just needed to get Trump out of there. But we have to make our demands immediately. We have to say this is what we require. 
because they are looking for the next election. As soon as the inauguration happens, they're looking towards the next election. You want us to be there. You better put this shit in line. You know, what's crazy is that I, when I was watching um, the, the first parts of the election and then they started talking about the mail-in ballots and everything else, they started talking about Philly and they were talking about Fulton County in Georgia, which is Atlanta. And without them even without them probably realizing what they were saying, or even doing, they're just they're telling you right there in your face. This election is going to be decided by black and brown people. Because all the counties that got them over the fucking number or Biden over the fucking hump was either in Philadelphia or in Atlanta for Georgia. So it's like you we gave you the fucking election. So there is like, you know, like you, I was like I was saying, I hope that, you know, everything goes smoothly. He gets in the office and now he's there and, and there's no bullshit putting that aside. You know, day one. OK, Nick, what's up? Margin call. It's time for you to pay. Pay the piper. Or start having conversations or, or or movement towards that you know that goal that we're, we're looking for, because anything else is 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 just is unacceptable. Fuck that, you know what I'm saying. And the Republican Party, if they want to ever have any real support, they got to first of all you know denounce their racist uh, brethren, and then they got to start talking to black folks like, what are you going to do for us? Because all of that, all of that pandering and, and hot sauce in your in your bag, I don't want to hear that bullshit, man. I want to give me the real <laughs> shit. I'm saying, give me the real shit. Stop the bullshit. Stop all the games. All right. Fuck your kente cloth. Yeah. Word. Kente scarf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still want to know who's responsible for that. I still want to know whose idea that was, was one that. of the worst no, decisions. I thought it was all right. I, it, no. It, 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 no, no, it was all right. It was no, all right. Don't, it was don't all right. put on kente It was cloth. terrible. It was a terrible idea. And the kneeling, like what? What are you doing? They should. They should have just done the Wakanda the Wakanda salute. Did, did, didn't they do that, that too? Did they do that too? No. no I feel no, like no. I saw some pictures with that. No, no, did, no. please tell. I, not, I, not, I thought, not Nancy Pelosi, but I feel like I saw some pictures like. That. I thought Nancy was stepping. <laughs> I learned no. this from an AKA friend of mine. She said, some, "Wakanda forever." <laughs> Some somebody in the C- congressional black caucus was like, "Yo, let's do this. Oh. I got this idea. We to this <laughs> no, it's gonna be if, great." If, if it comes out that somebody from the CBC initiated this, I will revoke my blackness. <laughs> I, I guarantee somebody. In the Yo, I got this idea. It was uh, a white. I'm sure it was a white staffer. I don't. I, I think there's a black staffer spirit of Martin Luther King, but oh, it was a black staffer who grew up in a white neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I saw it it done on an episode of of different strokes, a different world, different world, different strokes. We all held hands. I so so. What did we learn today, fellas? Voting is power, and you got to exercise it every time, up and down the ballot. And the voting piece is only the first step. The engagement continues after election day. And I think if anything, or I hope if there's one thing that we've all learned is that after we vote, we have to stay engaged and we have to hold these politicians accountable. Yep. No doubt. I concur. hundred percent. I have learned that uh, there is, there is no bar too low for the people on the right to go. If they can't win, they'll cheat. If they can't cheat, they will steal. And you got to keep your head on a swivel at all times. Got to protect your neck. <laughs> all Thanks. Day. 
All right, y'all. <laughs> Peace. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for Alan Rick and Vin to go. Vin was like, yo, 10 minute break. Fuck you, Rick. I ain't going y'all. Peace. Wrap this up. Wrap this up, B. I bid y'all adieu. <laughs> adieu. All right. Listen, everybody, there's hope for America. There's hope for, for uh, this show. And so there's hope for you. We love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Check us out every Friday on uh, on your favorite podcast platform and every Monday night for Decoding 40 After Dark on Facebook and YouTube. We love you guys and we'll it's, check you out next week. Twitch. Yeah, we're on yeah, Twitch cool. now. Be Peace. Twitching later. Peace. Decoding 40.